love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 44 of Banter Buddies. The show where, wow, we can, we can hear... You can hear our anthems playing in the distance as we stand stand on the podiums to receive our medals. Need to welcome to the show our co-host Brian. Brian, welcome to Banter Buddies. I'm um, I'm proud to be here. Proud yeah, to be you, here. you have your hand over you have your hand over your heart, and uh, you're about to bow so that someone can place a medal around your neck. It's a, it's an Olympic uh, it's an Olympic themed podcast today, and I'm <laughs> I'm ready. I never thought I'd be standing on a podium so tall, but here I am. So. Yeah, it's the accumulation of your of your lifetime of of hard work and uh, dedication, and wow, you made it! You made it to the pinnacle right now. I made it. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Have I'm you crying. ever in I'm your crying. real in your real life have you ever had to um, lower your head to get a medal placed over it? That has never happened to me. I didn't even <laughs> think I I don't think I even got like a participation award. Uh, mm-hmm. That I like had to like lean down for. I've been part of like never any sports teams mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. got any the distance, but yeah. uh, I I got a trophy. We got a group trophy for show choir one time. That was kind of cool. Must have been big it's for everybody. It, I think it was kind of <laughs> big. Yeah. Right. It's like sometimes, hard. and they have the trophy case, you know, in the high school, and it's like you look at some of them, and it's just like. <laughs> trophies are so interesting so unique you know i yeah. always remember like karate trophies being like taller Ooh. than me yeah but every yeah. other trophy was like uh about like you know two feet yeah if you have if you're doing one trophy for the whole team i feel like it has to have some um you know more size to it it has to be able to be held by like multiple people at the same time can't be like a little dinky guy I do remember buying a trophy at a garage sale, and I put it on my shelf in my room as a kid. <laughs> and I like dusted it. I don't know what that says. But yeah, that, that's a good move right there. Get the no one's asked questions. Where'd you get this trophy? They just see it, and it's just boom. You have it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Nobody. If you have a lot of like, like if your like wall is like, like falling, like the sheetrock's falling down from so many things, like they'll be like, oh, you're into equestrian or something i don't know what's your horse's name who's your horse i feel like individual you you must have gotten swimming trophies oh yeah or medals or is it more metal yeah individual sports definitely have more like medals you know and then team sports it's more like here's all your like basketball trophies you know swimming yeah a little bit more medals in the action but if you have to give a whole team something I don't know. I feel that's again. We're talking Olympics. I give medals. There's team sports in the Olympics, and you know when the basketball team wins gold, you got to you got to shell out like 20 gold medals. So you know they do it both ways there. But yeah, I feel like the trophy game is more a little more popular. Maybe that's what people want. My dad, but, my dad's a 4-H guy. Oh yeah, and uh, always ribbons. Mm. Always a ribbon game. I like that. Very state fair. Very yeah. Well, I mean that's kind of where they. Yeah, he, yeah, they brought cattle and sheep and stuff like that. Yeah, get a blue ribbon for your for your lamb, and also then I for guess your blueberry I was in pie. scouts, so it was more badges. You know, what I mean? yeah. So, wow, so many honors, so and many that you ways. actually wear. Oh yeah, like a like a trophy goes in your house. Nobody really sees it <laughs> unless you have friends and you invite them over. But 
you know. The metal, the metal you can also wear, but I feel like it's more of a, you know, that's, that's a tougher one to pull off, you know, rock it around. It's like, are you going to be on Jimmy Fallon today? Uh, if so, go ahead and wear your medal. But, Gus, uh, Gus got yeah. his T-ball medal for the end oh, of the year. I don't know. They just heck yeah. got a medal. And he did wear that for like four days just around. Yeah. And then it, I think he like ran with it and it hit him in the eye or something like that. And he oh, was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not wearing this anymore. It's quickly over medals. Maybe we should start giving out medals at our shows for the best dancers. You know? Yeah. What if, what if, um, or just know, a participation award if you yeah. like, uh, look like you have a pulse and you got up out of your, uh, out of your lawn chair. Yeah. Like, you, you know, get a participation trophy. Or often, you know, demanding the crowd be more active and, you know, be more interactive and help us out a little bit. I, I wonder if we're not providing enough incentive in the form of, you know, something you could take home. So maybe maybe that's, uh, you know, uh, we feel like people need to do this without something like that. One lucky winner. I know. Promise a trophy or a medal or something, and suddenly everyone's everyone's going for it. And then, yeah, whoever's doing merch for us, whoever's like traveling with us, it's their job to kind of you know survey the scene and, and really help us uh, select the best dancer. And then they get a medal, and then it's like a pr- point of pride. And then you have people like, oh, I'm going for the medal. Oh, you think you're going to get the medal at this show? No, 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 it's me. Like, you know, if it would. Uh... Well, then people wouldn't dance because they're like, <laughs> well, a kid's going to obviously. Oh, win. But they yeah. don't really know us, knowing that we will purposefully not give it to a kid. I'm purpose yeah or we would have two classes we'd have a kid one and an adult one you know it'd be a separate there'd be two separate awards we just give it to annabelle that's <laughs> annabelle you'll be at the show soon annabelle what's the question of the week i had to ask you yesterday on the drive and i was like what are we talking about tomorrow? yeah yeah because sometimes there's a lot of time and we're like wait what 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 what's our podcast this week but yeah this week we're talking olympics and we're talking about Adding to the Olympics. That's right. That's right. That's right. Improving. All right. I, I thought about this one. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. The Olympics. And a term that I um, have started using, and I feel like you kind of questioned me on this term, and it's uh, something I got from Podcast The Ride, or it's a it's a Walt Disney term, and that is plussing, right? Yeah, that's how he what? would that's how he would describe like adding to the park or adding to an attraction is like, oh yeah, this ride's good, but how can we plus it? And or how can we plus the park? Like how do we make it better for people coming back next year? And so I feel like that's what we're doing here. We're, we're how do we plus the Olympics? But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different uh different phrasing than you normally have for the word plus. But yeah, we're going to plus the Olympics here because uh hey, they're always adding new events. Um, you know, I think uh, I think every few years they uh, whether it's the summer, whether it's the winter, you know, uh, there's there's stuff going in, there's stuff coming out. Uh, they're tweaking it. You know, they've added things over the years. It wasn't that, you know, there wasn't snowboarding stuff like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. That stuff is relatively new, I think. And now so, that's one of the best things to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All, all kinds of stuff like that. So I didn't watch um, the last Olympics at all. So maybe uh-huh. they added stuff and I'm I'm about to say, like. They should do this. And you're well, like, and it's funny because I now I'm thinking about it. I even recommended an Olympic in recommendations. I I, I recommended an Olympic sport once upon a time on this program, and that is three x three, not three on three. Three x three is what they call it because they added that for basketball. Three on three hoops. They added. Oh, that's right. My last, dad loved watching that. Yeah, so it's like that's a good example of like, oh yeah, a new new one, a new event that's sort of uh, you know not a new sport but uh, a new style. Of basketball, three on three. So now we played in yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. Played in uh, Hoover, the library in Hoover, right outside of Birmingham, and they just had finished having what was it the World Games? Na- World Games, 
And yeah. they had two things that we had never heard of before. They had water polo, but they were in kayaks in a pool, and they were wearing helmets. And you had to, like, could you hit it with your paddle or you had to pick it up? I never looked up the rules. We just kind of saw photos and, like, heard about it, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. that was all over the airport and pictures. And then what was the other thing that I remember hmm. that they didn't have in the Olympics that they had in that World Games? Yeah, World Games is the a, kayak has a lot thing was going the on. Thing. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of the world. I mean, it seems like such a you know general phrase, the World Games or whatever. Um, but yeah, the difference. I just googled it. The difference between the World Games and Olympics uh, differs from other multi-event uh, sport, sport events like the Olympic Games in that the host cities are not required to construct new venues. Okay, that's that's weird. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the <laughs> the main thing to say. Like you know, you know, you don't have to make venues. We'll just go. That's we'll just the go. only difference, guys. We'll, is yeah, that we'll just we'll just go. All of you your want. citizens will not be in debt forever. Yeah, they have Aikido, they have air sports, like parachuting, paragliding. Um, I'm, trying, I'm looking at the list they have, of stuff that's like different from uh, uh, Olympics. They have billiards. Oh, wow. Go. I'm, I'm some... looking it up here. Uh, it's a canoe polo. Oh. But it's now also sometimes called kayak polo. I see cool. people using hands and paddles. <laughs> Take your pick, whatever you want. So yeah, the World Games are, are a way to um, looks like I started in nineteen eighty one, and yeah, it was in Birmingham, and then the next one's in twenty twenty five in Chengdu, China. So get your tickets now. Whoa, yeah, twenty twenty five. We're working right. on a China tour. Maybe we'll be over there at the same time. Yeah, let's go. I just let's I just it. brought that up because it was like, hey, we're close to the Olympics, but there yeah. were some different things. Yeah. So Neil, okay, so if you're going to add a new different thing to the Olympics and I hope you're going oddball. I hope you're not going to be like bocce or something like that. Although bocce is very fun. You what know, you going? Where are you going? Where are you going with this? I today, might, Neil? I might be disappointing you here because I feel like my uh my idea is something that's not that weird, but I think it is something that I have we'd have a good time with. And, um, you know, it's it's it might be that I am just still stuck on our last episode. But what about mini golf, Brian, in the in the in the Olympics? Like we we uh, holy moly has, um, you know, proven that at least America and I'm sure I think uh, our friends, a couple of putts were saying there's like an Australian like holy moly program and UK and stuff like there's different versions of the TV show. Holy moly, like around the world, like I think mini golf would be a very fun Olympic event and would would further, um, you know, legitimize uh, the sport and really take it to new levels and really um, help people uh, feel like it is a game, it is a sport that, you know, isn't just for kids and um, families and stuff like that and that it can be something that can be taken more seriously. I think it would help drive innovation in, in the mini golf world. Um, because and- real golf is boring. <laughs> mini golf real is golf fun. isn't yeah i think it's in the olympics too i think but it's do not like fun. it's not like fake golf it's just like one version of golf it's all short game right it's all yes. putts it's just like tiny little movements and being very precise i mean if there can be billiards in something there can be mini golf yeah and i'm not i'm not trying I'm to say that um this needs to obviously i would want this to be as fun and silly as possible but 
you know, maybe for the Olympic Committee, you know, they don't want to have like clowns and like uh, castles and, you know, all the like. Well, I don't stuff. want clowns either. Nobody. Well, wants of clowns. course. But, you know, what I mean, like they don't want to do like the oh, they don't they might not want to theme it out. And, you know, again, we're kind of what we want to present the fun side of mini golf. And, you know, Holy Moly is like the extreme it's like um, Ninja Warrior mini golf or whatever, right? Where like bad stuff happens to you. It's like an obstacle course. So I don't know if we need to go that far, but you know, I do think mini golf. You know, it could. It, but I also don't want to say it's just a series of putting greens and everybody's you know being quiet and stuff like that. Like we gotta we gotta thread the needle here. We gotta walk the line and make it fun, but not like a joke because the Olympics take themselves very seriously. Obviously, so I'm trying to be kind of semi-realistic here with this one and uh, put in mini golf. And I had another idea um, that I really liked, but um, um, uh, a couple of our of our callers kind of touch on the idea. So, so we'll, we'll chat about that one then. So um, I, I I went back to mini golf. So I, think I like that it. Would just I be like fun. it. Yeah. I think I think it could work well. And the Olympics, you know, they gotta shake it up. You know, they're pretending mm, like they're yeah. the major. You know, yeah. they're like MLB right now. They're like, this is what we do yeah. for our games. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> are you coming? You can't just go with what worked in the past. Times are changing. You got to evolve baseball and Olympics. So, as BTS always says, <laughs> the times they are changing. You know. <laughs> yeah, we quote BTS a lot on this show. Listeners, listeners are used to that. Um, so yeah, that's my idea, Brian. What are you thinking? What do you What do you want to do to? Uh, I'm going oddball, but yet still have seen it be done. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my parents, my parents came over, and our family little tiny cabin up in uh, Richmond, Minnesota, yes. right next to Cold Spring, Minnesota. Um, there's a tiny little town like Cold Spring Days, right? It, we started talking about days because we've played so many different like little tiny town festivals this summer, right? That's we've right. played Lumberjack Days, we've played like River City Days, we've gone in a couple different days. So I was thinking about how many times we went the, over the summertime to this Cold Spring Days, and we participated <laughs> in one, big wheel races, but that's not it, and two, <laughs> turtle races, like painted <laughs> turtle races, okay? So it's basically like a tiny little uh-huh. like three foot diameter chalk circle in the middle of something, <laughs> and then a big circle on the outside, and everybody brings like that painted turtle that you caught that morning and you like set it down they say go and then the first turtle to make it all the way out of that big circle wins uh-huh <laughs> as a child it is all i thought about it is all yeah. i dreamed about and i still think that if if it if they did it today i would i would still participate because the bigger part of that is like then it leads into actually what i really love to do is i love to catch painted turtles like it, i don't know if I'm like missing the mark here and I'm sounding like really old and that's not as like an animal activist, like that's bad, but like mm. I'll mess with them. I like just catch them and put them yeah, back. You're not, you're not but, eating them. No, 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 no. But I love to be in the canoe to go find like a part of a like really still lake where it's sunny and there's tons of down trees and you have to catch them, but you cannot catch them with a net. Like uh-huh. you have to like Hands watch on. them. You have to go very slow and you have to follow them as they dip like up and down and they're going to like, you have to get really close and quiet to them, and you can get them under a lily pad, and you can catch a little painted turtle. So <laughs> that's part of it. So in this Olympic match, like you would have to, you like there would be two parts to this. Like you would have to go catch the turtle, then bring it up, and then race it. 
Mm. You couldn't like groom a turtle and like make him in a lab over like years and years and years. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So now, so you're saying this is a two part uh, uh, sort of event, or is the is the catching part already assumed, and we're, we're going straight to the we're no, going the, straight the to the catching race. is like a part of the first part of the race. It's almost like okay. what's that one where it's the cross country ski and then they have to shoot. Yeah, I mean, there's like decathlon, or there's like, uh, uh, yeah, what do they call? Yeah, that? it's in part of that. So this is part of it. Like it is like ready, set, go. You have like 30 minutes to get in your canoe with your team and catch the turtle you want. Get mm-hmm. back to land. Come up here. Bam! Round two is the race. So like you have to get a turtle and also race it and win and finish to like win. It's all a piece of it. What do you think? Turtle races. You think the Olympic Committee will bring it in? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think this is a nice way to. First of all, I'm seeing the merch on this, and it's you know the plush merch here is is going to be bananas, right? We're gonna we're gonna, gonna sell gonna a lot of tur- bananas. We're gonna sell a lot of turtles here, you know. Like if um, I'm getting a tattoo first, we did talk about me getting oh, a duck yeah, because yeah, I just love ducks so much. But the second thing is going to be a painted turtle, just because turtles are incredible. You know, That'd be really so, good. Yeah, that's what I like I got. it. I think it's um. I like how, yeah, I like that it's the two-part thing. You know, I think, um, you know, from a TV viewing audience, we sometimes think, oh, here's the here's the race or here's the here's the little final thing. We get to watch, you know, something quick where we're going to have a winner. But there's also a lot of, you know, like you're saying with, the you know, some of the longer Olympic events where it's like there's a marathon. Like marathon is an Olympic event. Like there's events that take a long time too. You know, they just maybe don't translate to TV very well. So I only watched marathon one time. One of uh, Liz's <laughs> high school, like she swam with a person that oh, yeah. I think it was triathlon or they no they did a marathon or something like that. But uh, I watched it and I was like, this is so long. We're watching this whole thing. Yeah, I went to high school with her. <laughs> oh my gosh, Gwen yeah. Jorgensen. Gwen, yeah, oh, Gwen. She oh, won. It was wild. <laughs> it was insane. I was like, we're watching this thing. Oh, and she wins. You know this person? Yeah, here's a picture of me with her. I was like, this is crazy. All right. You knew her. I think I think I think this would be epic. I think the like ready, set, go, everybody get in their canoes. They have to like canoe out. They have to go catch a turtle. Cause like if let's say you're like great at this, but you don't catch a turtle, you're skunked. Yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, you don't just get a like consolation turtle. That's okay. Now you get to race and you're docked a couple points or something. It's like you have to do the first part to complete the second part. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's great. That's uh, that's very different. I like I like bringing in the animals. You know, let's do that. Um, so yeah, that's that's a couple ideas from us. And uh, now it's time to open things up to our callers. We got five wonderful callers here. And um, they uh, they helped us uh, try and get to the bottom of this. What's the best way to add to the Olympics? Summer, winter, you know. I think we um, yours is yours is a summer event. Um, uh, mini golf could be either. You know, I It'd obviously, probably be good to put in the winter to spice it up. Yeah, yeah, indoor or um, I guess sometime. No, yeah, it'd be indoor. You know, so um, yeah, so it depends. I can go either way, but uh, yeah, good times. All right, let's uh, let's see. Uh, what we have from our from our callers. Uh, who's first? Hi, Kissy Kangaroo. It's Kay from Centerville, Ohio. Oh, the Olympics. Well, for Summer Olympics, I'd want to see disc golf added. It's really fun. I enjoy playing when I get the time. For the Winter Olympics, I would like to see ice sculptures. You know, set an amount of time, like three hours, and they have a certain size block they can use, and whatever they make, they make. 
I think it's really pretty, and there's a town around here in the wintertime who has all sorts of sculptures set up, and I love to see them. I hope you guys are enjoying your end-of-summer tour. And bye. All right, Kay, right there. Kay, Kay's called in a couple times before. Good to hear from you again out there in Froth. Ohio. Frolf, yeah, Neil. We're, we're frolfing. We're frolfing. And that's a great word. That's a great, really fun. You know, games like this, I need a fun word. You know, they disc need... golf is cool, but frolf. Frolf sounds like uh, Muppet. Sounds like Rolf. I remember um, when my brother and I started playing in high school, my mom would be like, what? Where are you going? Frolf, mom. Frolf. Seriously. Come on, mom. It's frolf. Don't you know? Mom. S- say it with us. Mom, frolf. <laughs> We'd say frisbee golf. Yeah. Okay, you kids go have fun. Yeah, no, this is a really good idea. I think this makes a lot of sense. Disc golf, I feel like, is very popular. We see, we see and a lot of courses. And only growing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's growing. You know, it is. It's something I feel like I experienced the first time, um, you know, in Winona, St. Mary's University. They, they had a, they had a you know, a, a froth course through, like, the bluffs. Yeah, they built a huge one. You could, like, go up and down the bluffs. You had to, yeah. like, throw over a ravine with a river in it that yes. and, like, you had to go take a bridge across. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's a great course right there. So I feel like that was maybe my first experience doing that or, like, seeing it or knowing that, like, oh, yeah, it's just like uh, – I think in most cases, isn't it just like free, right? There's not like it's just like they set up the little, the little goals. No, a bigger and... ones pay. Like what's the what's okay, the one no. you just saw on our way up to Fargo that you like looked up? There was like a preserve. Oh yeah, and they had like multiple like courses. I think yeah, you're right. So there are some nice ones, but I think a lot are just like public. Hey, go play. Um, you know, so it's uh, it's better it's a no than brainer. Real golf. That's a no brainer, and I think that'd be really fun. This is the second way in this podcast so far that we, we've improved on real golf, Brian. You know, what yeah. I mean? we we did mini golf and and uh, frisbee golf. Those are better. Those are both better, more fun. Not like uh, country clubs where only certain people I like people the clientele of both of the people better than real golf already. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I like Kay here going both summer and Olymp- uh, winter. Yeah, and, we should have uh, done the double. That was Kay. Kay kicked it off. Neil just, ice sculptures. Uh, oh. I'm totally into this too. Yeah, this is great. It reminds me of when we were in Ely that one time in the middle of the dang winter, and they oh. had like a park in their park. They had maybe these were s- snow sculptures more than ice. I think they had a know. mix. I think they had a mix. Yeah, but it yeah. was beautiful, and it, they had so many of them. Beautiful. It was great, and um, yeah. So that's what else? What else? Who else does ice sculptures? Um, I mean, they have them at the St. Paul Winter Carnival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what cool I like thing. about you know what I like about the the ice sculpture thing because nothing screams Olympics more than having <laughs> an event that is super subjective and it comes yeah. down to like judges three judges that like are super you know snotty and snooty yeah. and they're like and you like you're like this is hyper political hyper political yeah and I like I love it. subjective sports. Yeah, this this definitely. I feel like this would, you know, the whole like judges thing. That is really interesting to think about because, yeah, we. I feel like the first time we you kind of experience that is like seeing, yeah, like ice skating or something, figure skating in the Olympics. But now that stuff is really big in like reality, like reality TV, right? Of like the panel of judges giving their remarks and stuff. Like now, that's a much more common thing. I think of like due to reality TV, whereas I feel like the Olympics is kind of where we got our first taste of that. Well, they don't talk. Bit. You don't hear them give them like a review. Yeah, I guess you're right. You just see the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit different, I guess. But I think on this, yeah, I guess this would be kind of similar. It'd have to be just like here's the numbers for your uh, beautiful. What's the swan. name of that? Uh, 
that guy who used to be a skate uh, Olympic skater, Scott something, and Scott he Hamilton? did the backflip. Hamilton, I think. Yeah, Scott Hamilton. I was yeah. like, he would always like interpret. <laughs> like he would yes. be like, well, these judges are looking for, you know, they this person did the triple axel. We've never seen that done here before. Back to you, Todd. Yes. No, that's a good analyst right there for the Olympics because everybody just knows nothing about these sports and they're tuning in for two weeks to watch it once. So they Yeah, need the, they become, yeah, yeah members. So we, but I, ice sculptures are so great because I'd love people like, carving out of like wood and like lumberjack stuff because but in ice they're still using chainsaws mm. but like um i feel like it could melt it's more malleable yeah. it's more fragile yeah yeah so that's a good one you know i definitely very impressive when you see a well-done ice sculpture and uh, i think it fits beautifully in the winter olympics context and everyone would love it and uh wow i think this way to kick it off k way to yeah. kick it off yeah, Kay, uh, Kay had it going on right now. So thank you for that call, and um, let's see if we have any other ideas for the Olympics. Yo, Brian and Neil. Uh, it's Kelly from St. Paul calling about the new Olympic sports. Uh, I've got one that could be either summer or winter. It could literally be any time of the year. It could be any day of the year. Um but this would be um, a little bit of competitive eating. I know competitive eating is very popular right now. Probably always has been. But, um, you know, I, I figure with the official sponsor of the Olympics being McDonald's, um, we could do a little bit of McDonald's uh, competitive eating. And open for all kinds of events. You can have a Big Mac eating contest. You can have the Chicken McNugget contest. You could have the milkshake chug. Who doesn't love a milkshake? Um, you know, we could do all sorts of stuff with fries. Um, you know, and I think there's precedent for it too. You know, we've got some we've got some all stars out there already, like Joey Chestnut. He can eat 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. You got L.A. Beast, who's got the world record for eating chicken nuggets. Um, you got Don Gorski, who's been eating Big Macs for 50 years. Uh, between 1972 and now, he's eaten 32,000 Big Macs. So I think there is definitely room for some competitive McDonald's eating here. Um, and you know what? I would love to hear some new commentators, too, for this sport. I'd love to hear some Tom Rizzo and Chuck England, you know, commentating on, on the competitive eating. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, it's been awesome uh, uh, checking you guys out at your concerts all summer. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to to see what you guys think of the competitive eating. All right. See ya. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much for your call. Kelly, right there. Competitive eating. Brian, this is... Uh... I was trying to think of the commentators. I was like, who are these <laughs> Who are these two people? And then I realized, oh, those are the people in the putt, putt, butt, butt. That's, that's nice. A, that's, a, that's a deep reference right there. And, um, you know, that's... Uh, I felt like this was coming. You know, I felt like uh, food... That's uh, definitely where mine, my mind went. and uh, My before, mind went right to food, too. Yeah, uh -huh, totally. uh, That's how we roll, um, if you know anything about our song catalog. Um, but one other person also uh, talked about food. So let's, let's drop this one in right here, and, uh, and then we'll talk about competitive eating. Hi, Kiki the Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sorry for the rain. It's storming. And uh, I have three. Like a triathlon. It's like a triathlon. There's hot, not hot socks, 
um, jump roping and hula hooping, then a finish it off. But the first two were for summer, but this can be for anyone to finish it off. A chicken nugget eating contest. Because you know how there's a hot dog eating contest? Well, I think there should be a chicken nugget eating contest. Okay? Bye. All right, Annabelle and Kelly on the same page right there. Of course, of course. I, I, yeah, I love it. I like there's theming behind Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, within a specific restaurant because there's you know so much notoriety within McDonald's, and then Annabelle's coming in, dropping in the triathlon. So it's like, mm. hey, we're gonna like mix it up. I think there should be like distance in between them. Like you need to eat this amount of food, then you yeah. need to travel by foot to this next place and people are just waddling. People are waddling hard and like you can't puke to get to the next place. Like that's part of the thing. <laughs> so you have to like slow down. Can't like run as fast as you can. But I like the idea of like different things in your gut that you have to hold in. A triathlon of eating. That's that's next level. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she was talking about yeah, like hula hooping and something else too. So yeah, she was, you know, the, she had the you know sort of different, uh, you know, the different kind of triathlon. But you know what we're saying is that you could actually can maybe combine these a little bit here, and there could be um, yeah a food element to the triathlon that just really raises the stakes, um, and obviously can uh, provide the television watching audience uh, with some moments of of hilarity and grossness. Um, and grossness and yeah. grossness indeed <laughs> uh, where did i you know the person that kelly was talking about that mm-hmm. eats the big mac every day and like has a freezer full of them did we was that person in supersize me or what like movie I, was that guy in? i wonder i mean that would make sense supersize me yeah of the you know the the, the he's got like the straight bowl haircut but he has like the ponytail on the back and he like doesn't want to go there every day so he like buys them in advance and freezes oh, yeah. them and yeah and as i remember watching that first time it's like okay i get it like this is like a long con shtick but like he's like i found something i like but i can't i can't hate on it like my grandma ate the same lunch for like 42 years basically you know what i mean like sometimes when i have something i like i just am like yeah let's run it back like 900 times you know so yeah, it's just now we have more of a negative connotation with like fast food and like, you know, corporate like McDonald's or whatever. But if you're just if you take away all that and just think of it as what the food item is, like plenty of people eat the same thing like every day. Yeah. <laughs> like people tons of people like you're to your point like have the same lunch or the same dinner or break food or whatever it is, like they just like, "Oh yeah, this is this is my thing." So it's not that uncommon actually. It's just you know, when you add McDonald's and fast food to level to it all, everyone gets up in arms. So makes Hold sense. On. But yeah, I like the- this. I like I love food eating. We talked about the cake eating contest in the past. We should do some competitive eating at our shows. We need yep. to bring that back again, Neil. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We need to somehow get that going. Competitive eating is yeah, if you listen to this if you're regular to this podcast, you know how important it is to the fabric of our band and um Well it's I think fun. we we've um We've been kicking around the idea of of like having like a cuckoo kangaroo fest, you know. Mm. It's like a one day, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. a two day like festival kind of thing. That's right. We yeah, always someday. thought that we need to like be a bigger band like to do it, but I think we could pull it off. And then we need to have competitive eating at said event, and yeah. we should probably have like a talent show open to the public. Yeah, we got to if it's a festival, we got to have other stages and sideshows and, you know, other other activities to fill out the day. It's more than just one show, obviously. So, we'll make yeah. it it's going to be like camp basically. 
totally. Yeah, yeah. Camp, camping. Um, you know, and, and, and competitive eating. Yeah, definitely. You know, talking about you know Kelly talking about Joey Chestnut and stuff. Like it's been big. Like the Fourth of July hot dog eating contest has been a big broadcast event for what feels like twenty years now. And so I feel like these types of things um, make sense for the Olympics because they're kind of like, all right, you've already proven that you are something that's popular. It's already proven that they're very impressive individuals like we've already kind of accepted this as like wow this is something that people want to watch and it is intriguing on a certain level so i feel like it's been vetted in a way you know it's ready to go up a level into the olympics and so i'm glad there's things like this where it's like okay it's in the trial period now but now it's like man this is big and we could see it going to the top in the olympics so it makes a lot of sense competitive eating it has to happen eventually i, I think it might i think it actually will because you know all these people i feel like they're a lot of times you see them and they're like all they're are from around the world so you can get the really get that you know country rivalry going here and uh, eating why not let's let's do it i would love to see it let's do it thanks for calling in y'all let's see who we have next hi my name is yeah that was evelyn worth um and this is audrey and john and we are from georgia mm-hmm. and she would like to see just dance added to the olympics when we were talking about it and and I I'm John I'm Evelyn's dad I I'd like to see pickleball added it's it's a craze that's sweeping the nation. Hey Joe. Yeah. And so yeah yeah you like to play just dance on the TV. Yeah that could be a cool Olympic sport right? Yeah it's so funny you can put it on the TV if you want. Well thank you guys we appreciate it. See you guys. Bye, Neil. All right. Bye, y'all. Brian's here, too. Come on, Diego. No, it's a solo podcast. Um, (laughs) All right. Shout out to everybody calling in. We got Evelyn and Audrey and John. It's all all in there. There's lots of people. I don't know how many people are in there, Brian, but a lot. There's so many people. Okay, Neil. (laughs) I, when we we finished college, I was working Uh at the Y. Mm. We were touring little tiny places that we didn't make any money off of. And I was living in my parents' basement, yes. and they bought my mom bought a Wii, and <laughs> I don't know why because they never used it. Yeah, and I played so much Just Dance, <laughs> and that is what gave me the idea that we needed to make the like workout DVD, like the like we could do dance alongs for this. It was like purely a Just Dance ripoff, you know what I mean? Just like we could do this to our songs. We don't have to like try to license it to Just Dance. We don't have to be the Black Eyed Peas. I love Just Dance. It is so fun. Shout out to Nintendo and your parents for really inspiring, you know, the future of our band at that point. Um, And you actually could do this now because they have the whole, like, back then it was like you just held the two, like, remotes. And, like, if you kind of, like, swung your arm and hit it in the right way, you got, like, the point. But Mm -hmm. now they have the whole, like, camera up there for the full body capture. Yes. So it really is saying, like, hey... Can you mimic this dance as precisely as possible, right? And the most, it's, I mean, it is a sport in the sense of, like, did you do this thing preci- the most most precise? Or yeah. what, what's that term yet? Were yeah. you the most precise? I don't know, how, whatever you say that. But, like, then you win. And the most precise person, it's ranked on a scoreboard, bam, just dance. You're putting pop music up in there. You're getting um, big flashy lights. You get some superstar celebrities i mean this is exactly what you need to do to like pump in some 
hype into the Olympics. I'm into it. Yeah, and like I said, you don't even need the judges. I mean, I feel like you could maybe have judges in there, um, you know, to, to, to help maybe spice this up. To your point, it's like, okay, we have the video capture ability to give you a score based on um, your accuracy, but then maybe we have um, human judges to give you a score maybe based on, you know, m- something more like uh, theatrics or, you know, something that's, um, you know, a, a little more, you know, something that needs to be uh, judged and graded and, and is, is not something that uh, can can simply be uh, seen by the by the sensor or whatever so i feel like yeah there's, there's room in here too for a, an extra level of performance of you know whether that's a costume or the way you're dancing or something there's um there's a lot here so just dance yeah like like brian said very important to our band and uh, very fun and uh, really uh, also you know i think a lot of people say oh like a olympic sport has to have a certain level of you know sort of physical activity to it and this certainly you know, get to that. You certainly have. You know, you you can be sweating at the end of this. Is what I'm trying to say, right? You can't be sweating. You're gonna you're gonna burn some calories doing this one, so it feels more like a quote unquote traditional sport or whatever. Um, so yeah, just dance. That's a great option. And then uh, pickleball, Brian. Uh, have you ever played the game pickleball? Love pickleball. Played so it. Yes. Uh, I've played it with uh, with some youth, some Ooh, teens. They taught you. I've I've played it with uh, some old people. You know some uh, some Q-tips in their sixties. Oh yeah, and uh, I love it. It's a great game. Anything that involves a wiffle ball is already going to be a great game. Like it doesn't mm. have to like be too high in that. But pickleball is taking off to the point where, especially in Hopkins, like there was they wanted pickleball. They had been kind of taping off. This is about like three years ago, four years ago. They wanted. They've been taping off uh, tennis courts, you know what I mean, to make their thing, and they mm-hmm. petitioned to the parks department, and they had so many people involved in their petition that they got pickleball courts made. There's like six of them in a row. <laughs> they don't take up much space because they're so little, yeah. but to their point, they are packed all the time by any by a million types of different people, all different ages, and they have tournaments all the time. And so much so there's just like a lacrosse store on Main Street and it has changed its name to North Star Lacrosse and Pickleball. Jeez, that's rocking it. That's all you need to know right there. The businesses are uh, are flipping for pickleball here. Um, yeah, you get the it seems Have pretty you simple too. Have you played, Neil? I, I don't I've maybe played in like um like like high school gym class or you know what I mean? Like I feel like it was like a gym sure. class thing. But I have not played recently. It's and, a great time. Um, I have not played since it's uh you know since the since the, the popularity boom has hit, but yeah I think I think to your point it is very much about the multi generational aspect of this game you know so I think that's that's huge and uh, yeah it looks very fun and uh, we got to get pickleball going got to write a pickleball song or something like that so yeah just dance, you got to write a song about pickles first and then mm. boom. yeah 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 that you're right we got to do that and then we'll remix it and it'll be the pickleball song okay cool well thank you to that whole family for for calling in and uh telling us what they want to see in the olympics and uh we got a we got one more caller hello cuckoo kangaroo it's bj calling from dallas i'll make my answer short and sweet i think that cornhole would be a great olympic event you could play as an individual or you could play as a team it could be pretty competitive at times and it does require some skills when you play it i think as long as it's considered a sport which I think it could be, then it's plausible that it could be up for consideration as a potential Olympic game. So that's my answer. See ya. 
Oh, BJ, so well spoken, so so thoughtful, so um, you know, I, I like it. I like it a lot. And when's the last time you played cornhole? Bags. We guys. Bags. I've just always known it as bags. Probably like That's last summer. It's the same summer. thing, right? Yeah, summertime lawn game. Bags, cornhole. Um, what else do people call it? That's probably it. Um, yeah, I like that game a lot. BJ, uh, we like your long calls. I feel like, be, like, like Brian, I feel like you. I'm chast- sitting here waiting for another two minutes of like. You, I feel like you chastised BJ about his long calls, maybe. And he's. Did now, I do this? I love uh, it. Hmm. It like gives me into a more into his life. I love that Christmas call. We learned about the whole family, about the buck. Yeah, it was great. Um, Brian sometimes just likes to roast people and uh, give them a little, give them a little ribbing, and um, you know it's okay, BJ. You can you can take it to the two minutes, but uh, hey, sometimes um, you, you just what you have to say is short and succinct, and just dropped it in thirty seconds. So there you go. We got cornhole. I like this. This is another example of this. Now it's not it's not to the point that you know uh, you know like um, competitive eating maybe where it's been that long, but I've definitely seen cornhole. Like on deep cable, like ESPN three or whatever. Like they you've do. Seen, you've brought up cornhole recently when when we talk about like the WNBA, and we're just like, what yeah, the heck? It's like, sort why of is a, it going on? And you're like, cornhole is making it on ESPN in better spots than WNBA championship games, and we're yeah, like, what? I do have a um, yeah, I do kind of have a little bit of a bugaboo about this, a little bit of a. But it's nothing against the game of cornhole. It's just more on ESPN's broadcasting uh, choices. Because, yeah, some of this weird stuff is, like, in, like, yeah, better time slots. And then they just, like, throw the WNBA to the side or whatever. And it's like, man, I know, like, it seems fun to put on cornhole on ESPN. But, like, come on. Like, (laughs) there's, like, actual, like, sports being played by women that are uh, (laughs) are up here that are just as... As good as you know the men's version, but instead we're going to cornhole anyway. Okay, I let's think get cornhole's into cornhole very fun. I think it, I think it could fit in the Olympics for sure. I'm not trying. We're not trying to hate on BJ at all or this idea because, like I was saying, people watch this on TV. So again, it's sort of been tested a little bit. There is a market for this. And okay, let's talk about cornhole. I love cornhole. I like a plywood or a like a wood, a wood like plank plank that you're throwing onto right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't i've seen some people that are like oh we got these fancy new apartments we're gonna like make a like they make shuffleboard they like lay concrete down and then they make concrete like cornhole oh, no. things with like yeah, a hole like in permanent. it i'm yeah. like how do you know how it's gonna land or slide like uh. let's keep it with the wood mm-hmm. also i i like a bag that's like four inch sides so it's big like a hardy a hardy bag half full like nothing too like I like a good like you could grab on to like a part of the bag and get only like cloth and no like corn in there or like rocks or whatever. So you have when you're throwing you can really like grab it and give a good toss. I yeah. get whenever cornhole is being played or bags or whatever like I ignore anybody I came to the party with and I I play that game. <laughs> I love it. It's a great game. It's very satisfying um you know to get to get that bag right on the right on the board, you know, it's just a it's a good feeling. So so I think it's uh, I think it's a winner, and yeah, it's it's a game again. It's a good game. Everybody can play. Everybody can you know. And again, for Olympics, there's some things where it's like, you know, I don't know because I feel like the, in the Olympics, a lot of it is like, wow, that is incredible. I've never seen anybody do that before, you know. And so I worry about some of these more mundane 
kind of uh, you know uh, you know n- new events uh, potentially um, you know they don't have the wow factor but I don't know I feel like maybe that's just old thinking and the wow factor can you know there is a wow factor in like triple you know oh this person just hold three bags in a row like that's super impressive too right maybe just maybe you've seen it <laughs> maybe you've seen it before instead of like wow I've never seen anybody do that dive off that you know 10 meter high dive board or whatever you know so you know you need to have a little bit of everything maybe some of these things maybe don't necessarily make it on to nbc prime time but instead are on like the oxygen channel or something like that you know like late at night that's okay just because it's not like as good as the top ones doesn't mean it can't be olympic sport i mean come on we got all sorts of stuff so i don't know Love just talk, talking Love myself it. through it i think it's gonna BJ. be okay bj we miss you we're getting back to texas sooner than you think Oh, BJ, we'll see. We'll be seeing you soon. All I right. think this podcast has saved the Olympics, and mm, yeah. I just want to say that there was a band in town, a great pop rock band that we grew up on, called the Olympic Hopefuls, and oh, they all yeah. wore they all wore matching track suits, <laughs> and there were like two guitars, bass, drums, and a keytar, and sometimes they would have medals on and stuff like that and the and they had some listen to their first album it is just full of pop rock hits they had one song that was on the oc that was incredible we love them we even brought them into our our university i think neil you booked them in to come play yeah and the olympic committee went after them for the use of the name the olympic (laughs) hopefuls and they had to change their name to the hopefuls and so i just hope that us giving to the olympics right now maybe they'll just like chill out a little bit and be cool like the postal service and not make the postal service have to change their name to mail you know what i mean postal <laughs> service is dope they kept it chill they're like hey that's not the same thing olympics take a chill pill and let the band have their name for this podcast you're welcome <laughs> that's right yeah they had to change to just uh just the hopefuls and that's that's that's, that's no good um but yeah that's uh that's olympic stuff everybody and uh thanks to uh, everyone who called and uh hearing your hearing your oh we uh, got another pod neil show. what are we doing next oh yeah we're gonna keep the podcast going it's not over after this episode we're gonna do another one in two weeks and uh you know summer is winding down um as kelly mentioned and uh that might mean the end of uh, summer camp for some people. We've been thinking about camp um, and talking about camp um, the other day and stuff. Brian's all all camp all the time, or at, was at one point, still in his heart. Once a camp kid, always a camp kid. So we're going to get in some camp talk next show, and uh, we want people to call in and let us know what is the coolest thing that happened to you at camp um that is you know the camp can mean a lot of things obviously so who knows what that is to you and uh yeah i don't know maybe it's uh someone you met or um a cool activity you did or a talent show you were <laughs> performing in there's so many possibilities at camp um a so, counselor you met a best oh, friend some random yes. friend that you've never seen again but they change <laughs> your life with one yeah. sentence oh, and yeah. camp is super subjective this could be oh, yeah. a day camp this could be a local camp this could be overnight camp this could be a whole summer camp space camp. anything in your heart you could have watched you know what i mean like you can watch heavyweights feel <laughs> like you're a part of that camp it made you do something <laughs> and then you call in and be like i feel like i know jerry because yeah, i do i was there I feel like i know jerry I was there. So, yeah, please call us, 612-424-0036. Leave us a voicemail about the coolest thing that happened to you at camp. I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about Camp Rock. 
Camp Rock. No, no, that's, that's I don't not like camp. that show. I don't like it's that not show. Camp, it's not a camp you went to. Um, so, yeah, please call us and talk in camp on um, the next episode of Banter Buddies. All right. Um, that is Cuckoo Voicemail, but don't go anywhere because we have another segment and it's called Recommendations. All right, Brian, uh, let's tell let's tell uh, the people what uh, they should know about. And I want you to start us off this week with your recommendation for the listeners of Banter Buddies. I'm going in with another uh, treat. Ooh. It is a yeah. chocolate bar that my wife found at our local co-op. It's called Tony's. And it's Tony's. They call it Tony's Chocoloni. I think Chocoloni. not to be lonely. Chocoloni. But... Anyways, I think it's oh. it's just like, I don't know. It's Tony's. I just call it Tony's. We always get the milk chocolate bar. And uh, I was reminded about it last night. We saw our old friend Bob. I sent him a little uh, a little gift basket, and he keeps talking about Tony's. He's like, that chocolate bar. That chocolate bar. And so it's a great gift. It's good for yourself. And um, the pieces, I like. they have lots of different kinds. Like, you can get dark chocolate, but we're a milk chocolate kind of fam. Um, but it does, it's not like Hershey's where they're like squares. Like the, all the pieces are all different sizes and like shapes. So when you break off a piece, it could be huh. a big one, could be a little one, could be it's like a wild like a wild shape. So Tony's, check it out. Um, you're gonna like they have lots of different colors, but you're just gonna see a big Tony's on this big chocolate bar. It looks like about the size of like the Wonka chocolate bar in the original Willy Wonka. It's about that size. The red one's the one I dig. So, but there's lots of colors, whole rainbow. So I got check it out. Tony's chocolate. All right, Tony's looks like it's a product of the Netherlands. So uh, oh, yeah, it's a Dutch Dutch company, y'all. So uh, check out some some international chocolate. They do it right over there in Europe. That's where that's where you get the good stuff. The Euro- goods. European chocolates. I've never seen this. I've never heard of it. This is really cool. Looks like it's oh, I'll buy you a bar. Neil. I'll buy you. It's, it's available on Amazon and Target, so you can do that if you don't have a local spot where you can get it. So uh, anyone can get a Tony's. I like the I like the um, the branding. It looks very um, circus. Reminds me of like a seventies like circus kind of look. It's what held um, me back from like trying it the first time. I was like, what? This doesn't look like a chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, it's like, like one sweet, of those things. And now that I've or, eaten it, yeah. I like am immune to everything else. I'm just like, <laughs> this is what we eat. Name's great too, Tony's Chocoloni. <laughs> I like that. All right, cool. Uh, my recommendation, um, everybody is uh, well. It's a person. It's a person who makes things, and um, and uh, he's uh, he's a person who's a director, a TV director, a music video director, and this is someone who um, you know I've been following uh, since I think the first thing I probably saw from them is the TV series Atlanta. Um, you know, uh, starring uh, Donald Glover and uh, lots of other fantastic actors. And uh, this this person co-created the show and uh, is a director and producer on land. His name is Hiro Mirai. Okay, so he is um, a Japanese guy who um, is just fantastic. Got to start making music videos. Uh, Usher, Lupe Fiasco, The Shins, Flying Lotus, Queens of the Stone Age. And then he made like a whole bunch of Childish Gambino um, videos, including This Is America, which uh, is just, just next level. So I feel like that's where maybe you got hooked up with, with uh, Don Glover and then um, helped make Atlanta, um, directed episodes of Barry, and uh, this great show called Station Eleven that was on HBO. Um, it's on HBO Max. Uh, it came out last year. 
And so lots of Hero Mirai, and just like these are some of my favorite shows of the last few years. And then Brian mentioned it last week or on last episode, but uh, FX's uh, The Bear is uh, probably the best show of the, of the year. Um, go check it out on Hulu. And uh, hey, guess whose name I see as an executive producer on that show? It's oh, uh, Hero Mirai. So, you know, and a lot of this uh, maybe isn't for, for kids. A lot of these shows, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of tough stuff to see in here, but just fantastic TV. Um, and so Hero Mirai is just, uh, you know, rather than recommend just one of those shows or or whatever, I feel like you just like go see whatever this person has done. Go to their IMDb page. We'll link it in the show notes and uh, look at watch the music videos. And, uh, you know, Atlanta has been amazing. Barry's is huge. Station Eleven, a little bit under the radar. Um, kind of a post-apocalyptic, like actually pandemic show, but just beautifully done. So definitely check that out. It's on my list. I know you told me to watch it. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So yeah. So Hiro Mirai, he's just uh, apparently everything he touches uh, turns to gold. Oh, he also did the film. I don't know this. Maybe this is a little bit of a, um, uh, maybe some people don't like this, but Guava Island with uh, Rihanna and um, and uh, and uh, Donald Glover. Didn't see it, but that was like his like film debut or whatever it's an amazon amazon film amazon film so maybe that's one to check out and see if uh you know the, the heat is also there so hero mirai tony's chocoloni two things to uh, go check out and uh it's co-signed by your pals brian and neil right here so that's recommendations go see those things go uh enjoy and eat those things and uh yeah let us know what you think um all right next uh next segment is a game everybody and uh wow i'm really excited for this one so let's get into name that tune all right brian you may know this song it's a it's a hit you know it It's the Olympic anthem, written by one legend, John Williams. By the way, wait for real. So, yeah. John Williams wrote that too. Yeah, he's a legend, legend of legends. Everybody, John. Williams. I like how he hasn't like he writes all this stuff and hasn't watched like half the things that he like. Does. <laughs> like he's like, I saw Star Wars one time. Yeah, <laughs> I just like making music. Uh, the Olympic anthem is uh, kind of where I got the inspiration for today's name that tune, Brian, and. Um, Name that tune here this week. You know, you kind of the Olympic anthem. I, I believe that's 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 like the overall Olympic anthem. But it also, it, it, NBC kind of gets to use that as like also kind of like their theme music for the broadcast, right? It really gets people, you know, ready to watch. You uh, hear the it Olympics. all the time. Yeah, you hear it all the time. You're like, oh, the Olympics are on. So that one's kind of a weird one because it's like it's the Olympic anthem, but it's also a broadcast anthem. But today, I'll name that tune. I have four other sporting broadcast anthems, and um, oh no, and, this is going to be hard. And, uh, and you might not, uh, maybe you won't get any of them. <laughs> uh, you know, TV sports uh, broadcast, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> songs uh you know but i pulled some of these and i don't know i I wonder how many you'll get these are the these are the top ones i pulled the big ones there's only four you know so we gotta we gotta go from the top 
But um, you know, in no order, uh, here are here are um, you know four four songs. You just got to name anything you can about them. You can name the um, you know the, <laughs> the, the the you know is it NBC? Is it ABC? Is it Fox? You know uh, one one song. I hope you have a fake song on here. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the SNL skit where? Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Tim Robinson does that. Da, 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 basketball, basketball, That's right. we're That's right. gonna go and slam dunk. <laughs> yes, we got a all uh, uh, SNL. Uh, yes. Uh, all right, I'm ready. Let's play the game. I'm ready. Well, I'm we'll ready. put I'm that ready. in the show notes because yeah, you're, you're definitely gonna you're definitely gonna hear that uh, that tune on one of these. So here's uh, number one. Let's see what you, see if you can get it. Uh, is it like four minutes long? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a big old song. So, uh, hmm. what do you? Do you it's ever, with a sporting event. Do you have any ideas on that one? Oh, it's, I've heard uh, that so many times. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is it a sporting event dun, or is it a news dun, dun, show? Dun, dun. It is. These are all these are all sports. So, oh, they're all sports. Yes. I'm gonna say, is that for Olympics too? It is. It is not. Um, it is not Olympics, but uh, instead, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, I'll give you one more time here, just for the people at home too. Uh, 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 I'm gonna uh. say it's something with football. All right, one more time. All right, it's classic right there. This one goes way Ow. back, Brian. And this one is a little tricky because this broadcast is very famous and it also has another theme song that has lyrics to it. Oh, that gave it away then. Uh-huh. Then you gave it away. Because at first I was like, is this Monday Night Football? But no, there's the like, uh, is it, who, is it Waylon Jennings the third? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's a Jennings that does. I'm <laughs> not sure which one, but yeah. One of the no, no. Is it? Yeah, some of the. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm. Yeah, it's. Is, is it NBC or is it ABC? It's. Uh, I think it's ABC these days. But yeah, it's Monday Night Football. It's like you're the, saying this song's four minutes long. Yeah, yeah. There's a full, and it just kind of gets chill. You know, it kind of. It almost sounds like a. Um, like in the middle, it sounds like a like a like a cop show. <laughs> Congas. It sounds like a spy show or something like that, right? Um, <laughs> I think it's like from the '70s or something. You know what I mean? Like I think like a lot of that is like pretty old school. But it's not that. Oh, you ready for some football? That's the that's the that's the main Monday Night Football jam. Some Monday Night Football. Uh, yeah, football that one's that one's a good. Stuff. Yeah, that's different. That's like a theme song where this is like broadcast jingles. All right, cool. That's uh, number one. Here comes number two. I feel like what these a lot have in common is like horn stabs, you know, like da, like, da, 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 da. like horns blasting and sort of like you know in very exciting ways, you know. So this one mm. might be the toughest one on here, Brian. I don't know yeah, if you watch a lot of the sports, the dark. 
but it's pretty um it's been around i think since um i don't know like 2006 or something like that 96 american um, gladiators that's how i'm gonna say it is the mlb on fox fox oh, wow. mlb well i didn't watch much baseball a little baseball up, so. yeah a little baseball there for Played you it, right. didn't watch it yeah okay um number three you already asked for it you knew you're gonna get it. the best one ever yes 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 Oh, just the best, right? Just keep like keep it so, going, keep so, it going. So so classic. And so that's see. NBA on Fox. Yeah, that's NBA on NBC. NBC. They no longer really use it. Um, I think got the clip of the Round Ball Rock. It's called Round Ball Rock. John Tesh wrote it. Um, and in the SNL sketch, it's uh, Jason Sudeikis um, playing John Tesh, and then uh, uh, Robinson plays uh dave tesh his brother so uh, <laughs> you know don't they like break stuff with hammers and things like that it gets it gets pretty wild as you would imagine um but yeah they uh you know they're, they're it's, it's how they roll you know it's 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 a pretty wild uh, sketch and we'll have that in the show notes for you <laughs> i love it i love one. it this is a great that's this the is a best great game that's the one i grew up on 90s jordan stuff like that's i feel like that's the best one right there um, but there is one more, Brian. Let's see if we can get this one. The last one for Name That Tune. Number four. Yeah, always just keep going on and on and on. But do wow. you know that one? Does that I one know. ring a bell? I've heard that so many times. Yes, yes. This is this is one you know. This is one uh, you know. Maybe uh, maybe travel into Wisconsin. Uh, with I the think fam. this has got to be NFL on a different network, right? That's right. Yep, you got NFL. Do you know? Uh, do you know which uh, Thursday network? night football? It is NFL on Fox. NFL oh. on Fox. So I think that's usually like the NFC games or something like that. I don't know football that well. But uh, yeah, that's that's another classic. It's been around for a long time. That's a Sunday Sunday song right there. Uh, you know, when you're finishing your lunch and you're about to put on the big game. There you go. So that's the name of that tune this time around, Brian. We got the sports themes. Those are those are inspirational to us. I those are it. those are things that I uh, feel like will inspire us to write new new songs and uh, stuff for our band. Uh, good time. I listened. I listened to Jock Jams one this morning. <laughs> oh, this morning in my living room. Yeah, to get ready for this this podcast episode. Very nice. Um, well, good job on the game. Hope we did well at home as well. And uh, we're going to wrap the show up with a segment called New with Koo. All right. We've done some things recently, Brian. What, uh, what should we do? We've done some things. We've done some things. We've been some places. We've, uh, we've been around. So uh, what, what should we uh, let everybody know We haven't know talked about? since Lollapalooza on the mic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the week right, that, right before Lala. All right. We, we played two sets at Kidsapalooza, uh-huh. which is... Uh, a little like festival area within the festival. If you need rest, but you bring you're bringing your kids to see Green Day, bringing mm-hmm. your kids to see Charlie XCX or something like that. You need a little break. We're there to play yeah. some songs for you. 
Kids yeah. Palooza. It's a cool thing that that festival company does. C3. They do a good job. We had fun, played our two shows, and then we just got to enjoy the artist wristband. Whoa, that was nice. Yeah, you can get uh, get back uh, behind the stages and enjoy some enjoy some catering, enjoy some beverages, and enjoy some uh, you know some some chairs in the shade. So um, yeah, that that was very nice, and uh, we love uh, love playing. It was a beautiful weekend in Chicago. Weather was just just top notch, not too hot, and uh, no rain. So we love that, and yeah, we'd never been to Lollapalooza just to watch the show either. So it was uh, it was a first in a lot of ways. Uh, got to see Green Day do a massive set. And uh, we really enjoyed uh, the band Turnstile playing. That was kind of one of our big discoveries of, of the weekend that we really enjoyed. Um, spent some time at like the DJ stage to uh, get your groove on and also check out all the amazing production. So many cool lights and video boards and pyro. A lot and... of fire. <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. And yeah, it was just, just good. Just really, really good. Really massive festival. Not sure that we'd be able to handle it if we were just uh, patrons. But when you're working... Um, and we stayed right across the street, um, makes things really easy for you. So a good weekend, uh, in, in Chicago. I hope we get to go back sometime in our future of our careers. Have us back someday, you guys. We'd love to. C3's listening. Yeah. We've also been just, just doing shows all over the place. We were in New Jersey. We flew out to New Jersey. Uh, had some, had some tough travel, uh, uh, logistics, some, some storms and stuff rerouting us all over. Um, but eventually we got home and got to where we needed to be. And listen, sometimes when the plane says it's going to go to Newark, (laughs) Uh but then it says, you know what? There's some storms. We're going to land in Syracuse, but nobody can get off the plane and you can't get any luggage. We're going back to Minneapolis. And we're like, listen, we got to play at this camp in New Jersey and we got to be there. Then we say, can we please get off the flight? And thankfully we had our gold hat and gold shoes in a carry-on bag above, Ooh. and uh, bam, you rent a car, four-hour drive, get a little Chipotle, you will not miss the show. Oh, yeah, we made it work one way or the other. We are, we are, um, you know, we're flexible in that way, you know? You thought you were going to fly to a place. Instead, you flew to a different place and got to go on Enterprise.com. So, um, yeah. Good no, that was there. Dollar. We had oh, dollar. yeah, Dollar. Dollar in the house. Shout out to dollar, dollar, which Dollar like only exists in name, and they have all the booths set up, but yeah. Hertz always runs Dollar. Yeah, but, you know, they give you cars, so it works. Um, and then, and then yeah, that was my only flight. We've been, then we've been, you know, speaking of rental cars, been driving all over the Midwest. Been uh, up in Fargo, Red Wing. We're in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin the other day. Um, uh, doing, doing the gig and, um, so yeah, lots the of, gig-o. and before that we were in Stillwater. So lots of, lots of driving and, uh, we'll be doing more driving coming up here. Well, actually we're going to flying to Brooklyn here in two weeks and then and lots more Midwest shows coming up. Hey, we're Can't- playing, we're playing, um, before the 2 PM Brooklyn Cyclones game. It's a triple A ball mm. and, uh, on Coney Island, we play at 1 PM. Yes. Come to the show. Hey, anybody up in New York. This, come on, come on, come see us. We're doing the show at the ball field, everybody, and uh, we'll get a hot dog afterwards and uh, ride a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, so lots of lots of shows coming up. We got Midwest stuff. We're gonna be in Kansas and Missouri and all over. So lots of driving, lots of time to listen to podcasts and talk about summer camp and stuff like that. Camp, um, camp, camp. We need. Uh, we're making. We might be making a new hot sauce, you guys. The first hot sauce we made, Lava Mouth, sold out instantly. 
sold out right away. We had to make a second, the second, second batch. And the second batch sold out, too. Made a second batch. That sold out, too. So we are um, not really a band anymore. We are uh, food. Ma- we're food manufacturers. We're we are a, a branding agency of sorts, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're yeah we're getting more into food, making food stuffs. So uh, we want to maybe run it back and do another hot sauce, but we're kind of stuck. We need a name, okay? We need a we need a name for what um, uh, the next cuckoo kangaroo hot sauce should be. Uh, no, you don't get to know anything about the flavor or color or anything. Well, because we don't really know what that is yet. We're making it with Soothsayer yeah. again. So if you have ideas for a weird cuckoo hot sauce, send them we're in. Open, we have an open forum for suggestions. Yeah, you can call the voicemail number and leave it there, or you can just tweet at us or email us or however you uh, interact. We'd love to uh, hear some hot sauce names. So just putting that out there as a bonus prompt. In this episode of Banter Buddies, and then uh, finally, Brian, we're uh, we're getting into the studio um, here as we record this uh, in just one day, and we're gonna we're gonna shoot some new videos. So that's gonna be fun. We'll get in there and dance on the green concrete for a while. Green. I know light. we haven't put. We usually put out a video every three weeks to a month, and we've been doing that for like four or five years straight. And we put out a video in May, and then we haven't put out any more videos. But don't worry, we got like ten in the can, so we're ready to roll. And we're filming more. We're doing it. Yeah, we, we got needed, some friends coming to learn our dance moves. We needed to wait until you guys got a little thirsty for um, more uh, more vids, and uh, I feel like that's, that's that's hitting critical mass right now. But don't worry, we have so many uh, videos and other cool things like in 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 plans, in process, in editing. So stuff's coming soon, and we're gonna add to that pile by recording more this weekend. So let's do it. Times. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, call in, people. Yes. Call in next episode. Call in. We need your calls. What's the coolest thing that happened to you at camp? Six one two four two four zero zero three six. We're talking camp in two weeks, and uh, Brian and I will not talk to each other at all in between those times. So no speaking on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So next time um, I will hear from Brian. We'll be here on on the, on the Zoom call here on the podcast, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be missing you, Brian. I'll be I'll be waiting until the next time we can speak again. I'm gonna miss you too, Neil. I'm gonna miss I know, you. I'm uh, you a lot. I know it'll be here before before we know it. We'll be uh, doing this again. So thank you to everybody who listened and called. In. In, and uh, thanks for subscribing to this podcast. We'll see you in two weeks in the camp episode, everybody. All right. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.